With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Boys are back with our monthly Q&A episode, but before we get into it real quick, I want to talk to you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. And if you post their job, your job opening over at LinkedIn Jobs, they will screen each candidate for hard and soft skills you're looking for and make sure you find the next hire for your business fast. It's no wonder why someone is hired every eight seconds on LinkedIn. To find the right person for your business today, go to LinkedIn.com slash team for $50 off your first job posting. Again, that is linkedin.com slash team for $50 off your first job posting. Terms and conditions apply. And also, in today's day and age, you can never have enough home security. So that's why we want to tell you about our friends over at Simply Safe. They're going to blanket your entire home in safety and have 24-7, 365 security experts there for you. And guess what? You're going to insult yourself cameras, outdoor entry, doorbell monitor, all of it, glass break sensors, you name it, they got it. So you're not going to have some messy installation from someone outside of your own home. So go over to simplysafe.com slash team for your free shipping and 60 day risk-free trial. Remember that is simplysafe.com slash team for your 60 day risk-free trial and free shipping because guess what your house is worth it it's the moment of the evening every k-state fan enjoys settle down and pour a whiskey crack open a lacroix please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. Grant and I are both on this are on the same show for the first time in a long time. It's been a while, Grant. How have you been, my man? Oh, not too bad. Just trying to stay sane. Stuck in quarantine. You know, you know how it is. Yes, I do, as I have not had an interaction with another human being for more than like 12 minutes and well over a month now. So it's a little crazy, but hey, that's life in today's day and age. We're going to get started on our April Q&A, but real quick, just some housekeeping news because uh, since you and Matt recorded uh, some more basketball roster shakeup, uh, Carlton Lingard, the talented six foot ten Juco transfer committed to K-State, but Levi Stockard, who is going to be a senior, has decided to leave now. That only leads, leaves Mike McGurl as a uh, senior on this team. I'm even starting to wonder if he's going to stick around, especially if the NCAA gets rid of the sit-out requirement for basketball. Um, how crazy is this? I mean, we're going to end up seeing, you know, eight, nine guys leave uh, just massive turnover this year. What's going on? I have no idea. It's crazy. We're just going to see a completely brand-new team, but – 
Um, I mean, it sucks to see Levi go, but at this point, anyone else that we lose going forward, we've already lost our biggest pieces anyways. So um, we're to the point where it is basically just a complete reset. I mean, if Mike sticks around, that'll be good. He'll have a little bit of experience that he can add to the team, but I don't think he's going to make too much of a difference anyways going forward. And we've kind of been calling for Levi to to make that next step for the about three years. So him moving on, I don't think is that big of a loss either. Um, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Something, something's going on over there. Yeah. I think honestly, my guess is, Hey, it was just a really bad season. And then literally after the last game, not even 12 hours, big 12 tournament ends. And then they're basically like, all right, uh, I guess you have to, go home so the coaches haven't been able to see any of these guys in person with the transfer portal the way it is all you have to do is put your name in there you don't even have to talk to coaches ad or anything like that so it makes it even easier so i think that probably has something to do with it but at the end of the day uh you know all the folks who have been mad at bruce uh for the lack of talent uh i mean i don't think they can be upset with this you're getting in higher quality players uh, on paper at least, and then uh, doing a hard reset. So um, it'll be interesting to say the least if we have a basketball season, it'll be almost a completely new team and uh, it'll be crazy. It, it definitely will be crazy. Well, it'll be fun. I have a lot of I, boys to, to declare your guy. So. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And then Carlton Lingard, I, I tell you what, uh, he is a guy who is – very athletic. He's six foot ten. He only played one year at JUCO, so he has four years to play three. Uh, he rebounds. He blocks shots. Uh, he just needs to get some weight on him. I think he might right. be right at two hundred. So uh, maybe even a redshirt season, depending on you know if we have a season, depending on what how everything shakes out. So it'll be an interesting uh, prospect to follow. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I'm excited for. I him. am too. Um, brings some nice length to the team, some nice height. Um, and as Matt mentioned before on the, pre- the previous show, you know, he was at one point a rival's four-star. He'd been demoted, but that, at least that shows, you know, to me that he's got high pedigree potential at least. And it's just like kind of a body – it sounds like it's kind of a body type thing. So once he gets, you know, kind of caught up uh, with that and add some weight on, add some strength, then we may have – actually had a nice steal there <clears throat> yeah between him isiagu and then uh oh god why am i blanking on his name uh i don't know oh, bradford we go. god i'm yeah. such a nimrod but you got now three guys who are all six foot ten or taller to play that spot again mac had some decent height he was maybe six nine six ten but now you have three true guys who are tall and all of them bring something else all of them have potential again no one's gonna like hearing this i think next year's gonna be ugly regardless but i tell you what the 2021 2022 season this team's gonna be salty i i know people don't want to just you know twiddle their thumbs for an entire season uh but i i think that bruce is going to have another ncaa tournament run in them and maybe another big 12 title because the catalyst that he has on this roster now is going to be very spicy here in a couple of years. Yeah, the goal is hopefully, though, we can collectively get these guys to buy in so that they can all stick together. So we don't want to lose any of those guys from that, this core class. 
um, particularly any of those four stars. I mean, they could truly be the next Dean, Barry, and Cam, you know, if they're here for a long time and are within the system and put in the work. Yeah, they could absolutely make a run deep into the tournament and for a conference title. Yep, and there is still one more uh, scholarship opening. Uh, I think the staff is probably going to, you know, sit around uh, and wait to fill it, uh, especially after this transfer ruling comes down. And then we'll see what happens with Mike. But, uh, you know, it it is interesting. Uh, You know, it it hasn't been boring, especially with uh, no sports. It's crazy how active everything's been on the basketball front. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun going forward. I like like how this class is looking. Yep, I agree. So we'll jump right into it. It's the April Q&A. Always use hashtag AskBosco. We'll do it again at the end of May. And, uh, yeah, this is how we wrap up each month during the offseason. So we're going to get started. Powercat Ryan, uh, he might win MVP of this month. He had quite a few questions. The first one he had let me load it again lost it for a second there we are i got it all right as well if you if you're on a deserted island what three desserts do you choose to live off until you're safe i liked this question oh Oh, boy that's i didn't see this one Uh, uh if you go to the twitter account at ask underscore Bosco now uh, go to the likes, start at the bottom and work your way up. That's the order I'm going to do things in. I'm going to let you go first. And I got to think about this a little bit. Yeah. So my first one is going to be uh, pecan pie uh, because first off, love it. Second off, you got some pecans in there, uh, you know, some protein type stuff to help you live. Second one, cookie dough ice cream. If it's a deserted island, you're going to be, uh, you know, hot, so you need uh, some cool-down ice cream, again, with something else in there. And then uh, my final one was a toss-up between cheesecake, my overall number one favorite dessert, but I'm going to go with my mom's chocolate peanut butter balls. Again, if you're going to be on a deserted island, uh, having something, you know, some peanut butter, although some cream cheese, I don't know. I don't know which one's going to help me live longer. I think I'm going to go with the chocolate peanut butter balls. So those are my three. Yeah, cheesecake is so good. Um, I love cheesecake. I'm just going to go with some regular old chocolate chip cookies as one. That's a good one. That's good. Two, I'm going to get some ice cream. And by that, it's going to be – it's just going to be vanilla ice cream with Reese's in it. Mm, Probably yeah. my go-to ice cream to eat. The Briars. Although cookie dough is pretty elite. Oh, man, I actually – I'll trade you. I'll trade you ice creams if you All want right. to. All right, we can do that. <laughs> and then number three, when you do cheesecake, though, there's so many different kinds of cheesecake. Uh, there's this Jeez. There's this uh, very good pie called turtle pie that my uncle makes. Um, I'll do that. It's a delicacy. I feel like I only have it like once in every five years. Um, it's like just thick caramel with um, – like a, I don't know what the crust is, but it's basically a chocolate caramel pie. It's goddamn delicious. So that's what I'll do. I like it. His next one, best ending to a K-State game, 2013 uh, basketball at Baylor, 2017 versus Iowa State, 15 versus Iowa State, both those football or an other. What happened in 13 um, Baylor? Were they number two? That, we won at that, Baylor? That was the three-point shot by Rodney oh, yeah. at the end of the game. A couple of years later, we upset him when they were number two, right? Yes. Completely forgot about um, that game. 
I'm going with 17 Baylor, though. Or, I mean, Iowa State. The walk-up. I'm I'm going with him. I feel like an idiot for not remembering. I think it might have been 2014 uh, versus Iowa State at home basketball. They were highly ranked. Wesley Awandu stole an inbound pass and dunked it with almost no time left on the clock. Um, There's some other ones, but I just was thinking about that play earlier today, so I'm going to give that a shout. Yeah, I'll just go with the walk-off to Zuber. I don't have anything else in mind in the other category. We've had some good finishes, though. Yes, we have, especially versus Iowa State because they're Charlie Brown motherfuckers. Very true. All right, the next one, supper or dinner? I call it dinner. Dinner, definitely. Okay, who leads the football team? And any from here on out, so I don't have to preface it, any time an upcoming season is referenced, we'll just assume it happens as normal, whether that right. be realistic or not. So who's going to lead the football team in rushing? This is tough. I want to lean towards Joe Irvin. I liked what I saw from him, but I also loved Cardi Wright. But I'm going to go with Joe Irvin. All right, I'm going to go with Wright. So we'll find ourselves on opposite sides like we did right. last year. Could also and be Aaron Trotter. Yeah, it could. It could. It one hundred. Habitually disrespected on Boss Coast Boys, Harry Trotter. Yes, we disrespect him a ton. So Harry Trotter, if you want to use us as bulletin board material, I will cut some clips for you. Um, all right, who has or what's going to be the biggest win of the twenty season? Who's it going to be against? Let's see here. We got Okie State at home. I think we're due to beat Oklahoma State. Um, biggest. Beat them two years ago. Italy? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they were. Uh, let's see. I want to pull up our sketch. I think we're going to beat Texas, and I'm sure they'll be ranked. I'm going with Texas. Well, I will be officiating my cousin's wedding on that day. So, uh, that's tough. You know, yeah. I, I hope we win it, no doubt. I'm going to say at Iowa State on Thursday night, primetime. Again, uh, Vegas, ESPN, they're still trying to hype them up. And, again, it won't – they'll end up being a six or seven win team when it's all said and done. But in the moment, early uh, – well, well, it's not that early. But, you know, before they have their massive drop, I think we're going to beat them by like 30 um, we might beat Texas, too, but I think we're just going to crush Iowa State again. I would love that. All right, who starts the most games in 2021 for football? So you're going to have uh, Will Howard's going to be there. You're going to have Jake Rubley. You're going to have Lewis, who's been on the roster. Uh, that'll be his third season on the roster of those three. Well, and I guess it could uh, – oh, what's the walk-on's name? I'm not prepared um, for this at all. Max Marsh? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but but who do you think it'll be? Uh, not, yeah. I'm not so Will Howard will freshman, right? That'll, that'll be, be his red shirt. Red shirt freshman year. I, man, Aaron Lewis will be in for yeah. I'm leaning towards Aaron Lewis just because of the experience factor, but I think Will Howard is more suited for Clint's system. You know what? I'm going to – I'm saying Will Howard. Ready for this? I'm going to say it right now. Jake Rubley is a three-year starter. He's going to be an All-American after his junior year, and he's going to be a top-five pick. I'll take Boom. that. I would take uh, it. Hey, I, I'll take it too. Um, <laughs> all right, who? way too early. Uh, we don't even know who's on the roster. Starting five for men's basketball next year. Oh, Christ. 
Nigel Pack, starting point guard. Uh, Mike McGurl, shooting guard. I'll just assume he's coming back. Three will be Selton Miguel. Uh, <laughs> actually, no. Selton. Eh, shit. Antonio Gordon, obviously. He'll be the three. We're going to play small. What? Four. Antonio Gordon? Starting Not Antonio Gordon. Team. What is his name? Dejuan. Dejuan, man. This is tough. <laughs> We've been going like way too long without uh, sports and... I've just not been remotely connected. Dejuan. We're back for some serious adversity. Yes, it was adversity. Uh, We got cut off. We need to hear. We had your starting five for basketball next year. You had uh, Nigel Pack, Mike McGurl, Dejuan Gordon. We need to hear who you have at the four and five. Shelton, Miguel, and then I think Iziagu. Just, you know, he's got D1 experience and, you know, maybe – not he may not end as the starting five, but I think initially coming in, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the edge. Yeah, mine's going to be at least to start the season. I'm gonna have Rudy Williams at the point guard. I'm gonna have Dejuan Gordon at the two. I'm gonna have Selton Miguel at the three. I'm gonna have Montavious Murphy at the four. And I will also have Asiago. Uh, Asiago. I don't know. I'll pronounce it better come basketball season. I have him at the five as well. Um, so that is, I think, the last one for from Powercat Ryan for a while. While KSU Railroader comes in, will Big Daddy Bruce sign any four stars in the 2021 class? Yes. Yeah, I think he will. Uh, the next question from KSU Railroader. Does football or basketball sign more four-star recruits in the next two classes? I like Ooh, that question. That's a great question. I'm going to go... Football, just because there's more of them. Yeah. And I mean, you have, like, you're signing close to 25 guys each year. Uh, basketball may only sign two next year. Yeah. I mean, just numbers-wise, it makes sense, obviously, to lean towards football. Um, we've already got – yeah, I mean, he's already shown that he can snag a, a nice quarterback. So I, I, think, uh, I think I lean towards football. The next one – KSU Railroader, when will Taylor Bratt or Gene Taylor make another appearance on the cast? Um, Because of stuff a little tougher to, I won't get into on the podcast, uh, the summer slash early fall availability to go get those, at least on my end, is going to be a lot tougher than it has been in the last few years. I do not know if I'm going to be able to make that happen. Um, so we may have to be creative if we get either of those guys back on, uh, or we might have to get lucky with some timing on some stuff. But as much as it pains me to say, it might be a little tougher to get up to Manhattan for a couple of those shows. I agree. Um, I mean, it's going to be tougher for me as well. Um, I think Brat would be something we could realistically do, like on Skype or a weekend. But yeah, it's going to be tougher. Yeah, it's going to be real tough to get uh, Gene Taylor this year, but we're, we're going to try to make it happen. Again, I don't, I don't think we're going to, uh, I don't think we're going to even try to broach any of that until some things cool down, anyways. But we're going to try our best, but I can't promise anything. Uh, Mike Smith, who, man, he again, he's been on one on Twitter once again. Uh, so shout out to Mike. 
Uh, is there any chance for new uniforms coming this season? Uh, I assume he means football, but I mean, basketball could be in there too. I don't see anything for basketball. And I personally would be surprised for football outside of maybe a different decal. Um, I don't know if you have any other, like if you think differently on that one. Battling through all the adversity. Oh my God. All right. This should be fine. I'm on just yes. my yeah. All right. Oh fuck! Oh, I just fucked up and closed the I closed the questions. Now of course my internet's it's, perfectly back. All right. It's it's all right. Um. So the question we left off from our good friend Mike Smith. Uh, he asked any new uniforms this season. I said I would be surprised if we saw anything outside of maybe you know some decal helmet stuff in football. I don't see anything coming in basketball. But you may have some different insights or information. I don't. Um, I mean, I'd say the biggest extreme that we might see would be, like, the color pants, but I still don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll definitely mess with, like, helmets again. Um, But other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I I think we're in the minority. I'd love to see uh, the purple pants come back. I mean, I think as long as 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 match the pants correctly, I think it would be fine. But I do think you'll see some different helmet stuff. Uh, at the end of the day, we ended up seeing four different helmets last year, which is crazy to think back to. So um, I just want to see more of the all whites. Yeah, I do too. I, I 100% would be fine ditching silver altogether on the road, but you know, I, I I don't think that everyone is of that opinion. So uh, the next one. From Nordy Jelson, uh, how many touchdowns for the tight ends this year? So shout out to Bryle Moore, uh, mass pickup. So touchdowns are going to the tight ends. This year. I'm going to say five. That's what I don't think insane, but no, buddy. Are you still there? Holy shit! I thought I lost you. In. I did lose you for a second. FYI, <laughs> this is going to be the oh, worst fun. goddamn episode of all time. We've had. Anyone who's listening right now, like, thank you. Ten drop calls in, like, five minutes. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's been rough. But thank you for riding with us. So, I five, it sounded like you agree with me. I do agree with you. And then you count on me where I said, the last time I heard you talking was when you said, I want to go to the silver pants. So, uh, we could have a decent cap there. Uh, I mean, well, anyone who's listening, thank you for listening. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> we'll run back. We're going to run it back. We'll, we'll listen. Um, what's next? Yeah, so uh, as long as we agree on five tight end, or five tight end touchdowns, uh, Matt Hall comes in with three questions. First one, favorite non-state Big 12 football uniform? Pitt. I really like Pitt. But they're not in the Big 12. Oh, shit. I didn't even listen to that. Um, then, fuck. Probably... Texas all whites are nice, but I think they're overrated. Te- I really think they're overrated. Ooh, I don't. I think it's uh, the best in college football. Let's see. I like the TCU uh, uniform. They're alternate with all the red. Yeah, those are pretty. I cool. know. I, I like how they did red a uh, tertiary color with their scheme. Um. Uh, yeah. I'll just stick with Texas. I don't think we have very good uniforms and. In our conference, West Virginia has some decent ones. Uh, Baylor, since they re redid theirs, have been okay. No. Adidas does good uh, alternates. 
uh, for KU, but their base ones are shit. Um, Oklahoma's fine. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's retros like. were awesome. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Their retros are good. I don't like Texas Tech. Uh, yeah. So I agree. They're n- nothing great, but I don't think they're horrible. I'll go with the Oklahoma State uh, throwback to Barry Sanders. That was very slick. Yeah. All right. The next one. Most wrong in a good way you've been about an incoming K State player. I. This is so hard because naturally. I'm always I'm always wrong in the opposite way. I am always overhyping recruits. I'm like I can think of anyone that I've been like, oh, he's gonna be really good, or he's gonna be bad. Who? How many times have we ever been like, this guy to be bad? <laughs> A new well, coming. The player. most wrong, Cam, most wrong I've ever been. Maybe. Uh, like I was. Uh, at, uh, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Um, I feel like at different times I was like hard on Barry, Cam, and Dean all separately, and they basically. Three proved me wrong, but I'd like to be. I'd, I'd be interested to hear what you're gonna say. Well, my, mine is football, and it's BJ Finney because I remember running into him uh, in Haymaker Hall, like as I was moving in, like the day I'm in, and like he was with some other football guys, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And I, I just thought he's just this dweeb, and then he turns out to be, you know, an you know all American NFL guy, like. I was very wrong about B.J. Finney. Um, and he was just a walk. I just thought I thought there's like no way this kid would ever see the field. So, um, I was very wrong about that one. And then here's a final one from Matt. I thought this was a great one. Would you rather increase by 30% the likelihood of a football national championship or 60% in the likelihood for a hoops national championship? That was a great question. Where do you think we're actually standing? Uh percentage-wise, in each sport for the likelihood without that increase? I think, I think football's at like a 3%, um, maybe higher, like 5 So are we saying that it would take us to 33% or we're yes, 30% increase by 30. 3%? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I'm t- but like basketball, that would then take you above – a 50-50 shot, because I think maybe 10% in basketball. You have to go basketball, right? I mean, uh... if you're starting out with a 60% <laughs> chance to – just starting at 60 to win. I guess I need to know what the baseline is for football. Yeah. Like, if you're saying baseline is 20% and that gets you up to 50, then I'd say football. I think you can freaking kill yourself right now that it's not 20%. Um, it's not. I would take basketball. I would take it basketball sucks. because I hate it, but I'd do it because that, that all of a sudden makes so. Hey, it's more likely than not you're going to win basketball national championship. Exactly. I mean, you'd be insane to take that. So I'm doing it, but I don't like it. Uh, Jared Markison. Oh God, Jared. I feel bad for not pronouncing your name right. We had classes back in the day at State. Shout out to Jared. I hope you're doing well, man. Mm-hmm. All-time KSU basketball transfer team. So I took this means as players who transferred out. Transferred out? Yes, out. Okay. Um, ooh, that's good. Okay, that makes it a lot easier then. <laughs> Let's do this. Point guard. Um, Angel Rodriguez. I agree. Shooting guard. Marcus Foster. I agree. Uh, this is where it gets a little tough. Um, shit. 
the three. Well, I mean, was I guess you could put Dom Dom Sutton at a three. I have him on my at team, a, but I have four. him at my four. Yeah, yeah. I think of a three. Um, Cartier Jada is oh, Cardi, three. Oh, Cartier, shit. Yeah, Cartier Jada, and then the five. Uh, is it Maurice? <laughs> I don't know. That's actually who I was yeah, going with because I don't recall good, any man. other five. He had at yeah. least it looked like he had pretty good potential. Um, yeah, there's no other good fives. We've been we've had bad luck with big men in the last while, so. That's pretty good five, though. Oh, no, no, no. No, I take back. Wally Judd at the uh, five. There you go. That's a good one. That's a damn yeah, good and then five. You have, and then you have Isaiah Maurice and Nick Russell coming off the bench. I like it. All right. There, there it is. Uh, the good chef, Chef Andre Nature. What percentage of the year do you wear purple slash K-State gear or clothing? Oh, shit. Uh, pretty good amount. I got K-State on right now. Um, yeah, I, and like my loungewear is usually yeah, a pair of basic like, basketball shorts, like a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. Or I have, ironically enough, my favorite hat to wear is a state baseball hat with interlocking KS logo that I hate. Yeah, um, I agree. My loungewear is pretty much like anytime I'm at home or when I get off work, I'll come and I'll just put on like a K-State sweatshirt or K-State t-shirt. So I mean, like half the time, I'm pretty much wearing. On one cat's gear. Then I usually wear a K-State polo just once a week to work. So I'm saying I'm like close to 55, 6%. That's about right. Sounds about right. I can't wear that stuff to work and get in trouble, though. I thought you had a little power cat on your badge. Oh, yeah, I do have that, but I'm not supposed to have that, but (laughs) I just keep it on. There you go. Oh, well. Uh, all right, next one for the good chef. Describe your perfect game day experience from the moment you wake up till you go to bed. Pick game time and opponent. I love that. What you eat, where you go after the game. Give me a final score. Use this your team. Love you guys. Final score. Damn. All right. Um, perfect game day experience. Um, for me, I say, so I wake up. Let's say game time is a 2.30 kickoff. Um, shit. So I get to really just build this entire scenario here. 2.30 kickoff, I wake up in Kansas City at about, what? 8, 9 o'clock. If we want to get there, so we're on college game day because we're defeated. In Texas, who's also, <laughs> for some reason, undefeated. Um, with a 2.30 kickoff because they robbed us, robbed us of another big home primetime night game. Um, and I guess I could change that, but honestly, I don't really like night games that much anymore because getting back to Kansas City late as hell sucks. Um, so it's 2.30, rolling to Manhattan about 10 a.m. Um, skip college game day, <laughs> too old for that. Uh, watch on TV. Um, I have a pretty much normal tales gift spot that I've been going to for the entirety of my fanhood. So we hit that up at 10, um, stay there, drink for a while. Um, that's beat Texas 28-21 on a final game, game winning drive. Uh, we hit the tight end. Um, what's his name? Riley Moore, Skyler Thompson to Riley in the corner of the end zone on fourth and no third and goal. Obviously, we would kick we would kick the field goal. So uh, third and goal, we score. We go up twenty twenty one, 
and Texas only has like 20 seconds left. They can't score, obviously, because they're shit. So now we remain undefeated. Um, I don't go anywhere after. I go home, and then I watch the primetime night games and hit up ESPN and watch us be the story. What's your day? Yeah, uh, since it's this year, since it can't be the Texas game, I'll pick the K game, uh, 30 as well. I don't actually like night games anymore. I do say I would um, love a nice primetime, like, big night game. That would be nice. But, sorry, yeah, yeah, Just, I want to hear, I wanna uh, hear that place fucking going crazy. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I know. We're going to have to, they're going to implement little tables into the stadium now, and everyone's going to have to be six feet away. It's going to be weird. It is going to be weird. So, K game, 2.30, uh, wake up in Kansas City at 6, have some coffee, have some breakfast, drive to... Watch the Premier League. Yeah, watch Chelsea beat Tottenham 4 nothing, 4 nil. Um, drive to Kansas or to Topeka, drop off uh, my two-season tickets with my dad and mom because I'm a good son. I let my mom go since she's a KU fan. I have a seat in the West Club. I then uh, watch a little bit of college game day. I then drive to Manhattan. I hang out with my brother and all his little hooligan friends who will be tailgating at the game, um, have fun with them. I go into the game an hour before, um, in my seat an hour before, because I'm neurotic. I have to watch warm-ups on that jazz. We win 59-2. to two. Um, just a wonky safety uh, for uh, for KU. Um, let's see. Then I go home. Like <laughs> I I I I'm not I'm not trying to tell people not to enjoy tailgating or like having fun after that. That's fine. Like people do what they want. I don't really care about that stuff. I don't I don't care about anything after the game. I want to go home. I'll watch the seven o'clock games. Like yeah, I agree. My, my perfect game like is look. Honestly, like very chill, very low key. I don't want to get actually drunk or anything like that. Like, give me a hot dog, give me a couple beers, let me watch K State with big, and then go back and watch more college football. So that's boring, but it is what it is. All right, hop in the Bosco's Boys time machine. This is ATXPM, way out Wildcat. Hop in the uh, time machine in 2025 and 2030. Where are the football and basketball programs? Uh, given current planned facilities, coaches AD, uh, level of momentum or not, what is the ceiling for K-State sports? That's a fucking deep question. Uh, well, it's... I mean, ce- ceiling for K-State sports is competing for the Big 12 title and then letting postseason play fall out where it may. Yeah. I don't see. I don't ever foresee the ceiling where it's a perennial national championship contender or a playoff contender in football or a final four contender in basketball. I think the ceiling is perennially being in the conversation for a big 12 title and then letting postseason fall out where, where it is. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we're seeing. I don't, it's possible for us to take steps forward, but yeah, um, it's so hard in football to even get into the playoff and, you know, the tournament's just a crash. We've been, but, you know, we've been so close twice in the last 10 years to being a Final Four team, so that's definitely possible, but not, like, perennial by any by any means. So I think you're probably right. 
All right, the next one, the good chef. Do you prefer shorts mid-thigh or below knee? Oh, mid-thigh. In what scenario? Just like any basketball or every day? He just asked it. Well, right now I'm wearing shorts and they're above the knee. So I'll go mid-thigh. Mid-thigh, that's fucking high, though. Mid-thigh is way different than below the knee. Below the knee, that's fucking terrible, though. Yeah, ugh. I guess I'll say below the knee. Mid-thigh is short. I am, too. I'm not going mid-thigh. Right above the knee is the sweet spot. That's where I'm at. Way out, Wildcat. Uh, can we talk about uh, Russ of Big 12 for upcoming 2020 football and basketball season? Who are you buying and who are you selling for the coming year? So give me one buy, one sell for football, and one buy, one sell for basketball. Uh, sell Texas, both. Buy... Um, for football, who am I buying football outside of Oklahoma? Um, definitely not Iowa State. Um, I don't know. What are the projections looking like? We were picked what? Well, six, six wins. wins. Is what we're at. I'm buying Oklahoma State. I would buy know. Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm selling. I'm selling Iowa State football. And I'm selling uh, Baylor in basketball. Yeah, they're like projected for two. Jeez, that's fair. I like that. All right, Real and Moreno ask if you had all the money in the world, what bar or restaurant would you bring back to Aggie? I don't know. Um, because. I can't think of shit for bars or restaurants in Aggieville. Uh, what is left? What's left Aggieville in the last 10 years? I don't know. I haven't been to Aggieville in I know. Years. I haven't been uh-huh. so long. Anytime I go, it's just basically to, like, go I, to so long to eat. I go – yeah, I go down – if I'm doing so, – I go downtown. I yeah, go I'm downtown rooms. way more often. Um, what left? Uh, Pat's is, like, the only thing I know that's that left, where Tanner's is now. Used to be pass, so maybe that I, I guess like because that's the only though. thing I can think. Of. I don't know. I like Tanner. Well, they've all like morphed. Yeah, pretty like, much all the same bar. And, and here, here's the thing: college bars are the exact same. Like, yes, they're a little different. Whether or not there's some TVs, benches, booths, like I, I don't care enough about drinking in a college bar enough to bring any of them. I care about you know. I care about the cuisine. Oh. I, Actually, you know, I, I think Celtic Star went out. Oh, uh, really? Boom, there. Celtic Star. All right, there you go. Uh, the good chef, Chef Andre Napier, which is more offensive, nerd or dork? I think nerd. I think nerd. Nerd. Definitely. Dork yeah. is kind of endearing. Yeah, I agree. The good chef again. Will you be hesitant to go to Kansas State games or large gatherings after COVID-19? Um, I don't know. I won't because probably, probably I, I think that because once those are actually allowed, yeah. I, I I think that I'll feel fine. Yeah, I do think it'll be like a strange feeling um, initially, but I I will uh, I think it won't take long to shake that off. I won't be hesitant. I'll I mean we're gonna be probably chomping at the bit once that's actually available. So. I won't hesitate. I'll the very first sporting KC Royals or K State sporting event that is open to the public. I'll be there. I, I no probably will asked. be too. 
Uh, all right, the good chef. He actually might win MVP. Um, what are your expectations for QB1 Scott Thompson? Can he catapult himself to the top five quarterback at K-State? I mean, he's already there if you're looking purely sats. Um, for him to be considered, like, a no-doubt top five quarterback, though, fans, I think he needs 10 wins, you know, yeah. top 15 I think seasons. he needs a Big 12 title or to be at least in the championship for just top five though yeah i would take that i mean i mean let's yeah, run through bishop klein roberson roberson I mean, bishop, um beasley who's five jake waters and, and our i mean i think i already put him above jake waters. i don't i don't yeah um i mean that that's fine i i put him above jake waters i think jake waters was much more a product of who he had to throw to. I think Skylar Thompson has succeeded uh, in spite of some of the folks he has around I mean, him. If Skylar um, had the best wide receiver. I mean, I'd put Josh Freeman. I'd put Josh Freeman above Big Water. I probably would too. I mean, in terms of like durability, absolutely. And stats. And statistically, Freeman was what? Jake what? Well, Jake beat that day. Yeah. Again, Jake had... Jake had the best wide receiver yeah. in school history. That helped. Yeah, and then he he also had, I think, Tremaine Thompson early on. He had Curry Sexton. I mean, he had a lot more around him. Um, but I, I think if he has 10 wins, maybe makes it to the Big 12 title, maybe top 15, top 20 season, maybe he's in the conversation. I think he's too polarizing to be a consensus top five K-State quarterback of all time. Though. Yeah, that's my that's what I think is holding back for sure. And that's why I think you would have to – get us into the Big 12 title, the top two finish in the comp for people to be like, all right, especially with this roster and the lack of wide receivers that he has to the two. So I can't wait to watch him do it. Yep, I agree. Uh, if the season is cut short, just conference games, does that help or hurt K-State? That's from the good chef. Probably um, Yeah, I mean, in theory, it would hurt Baylor the most. Um, and then you could say it's a push for the other, you know, Texas Tech, West Virginia, KU. So maybe that would put us right in the middle. Um, but I would say overall it yeah. hurts. I think it hurts most. I don't think that helps. I don't think that yeah, helps. Yeah, it even o- No, it would help Oklahoma State because they have all their big-name players coming yeah. back. So uh, Casey Railroader, between all players on the 2021 roster, how many – uh, played their entire collegiate career at K-State. I think he's talking about basketball. Uh, I mean, odds would say like six. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I agree with that. I hope we don't lose too many. The, I agree with you, but we'll see. The R underscore train. We've had a similar one before, uh, but if you could change the outcome of one K-State football or basketball game, what game would you choose? Um, again, Based on where I was in my life, I was in college. I'm taking the Baylor 2012. Yeah, me too. Um, Yeah, that's true. Um, Let's just say we can't do that, though, because those are so obvious. I mean, I'm saying Lola. We were both there. That would have been fun. We could have. Yeah, Loyola Loyola would be on the list. 98 A&M, obviously. Butler, clearly. uh, But Butler. It would have been. uh, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the championship game back in the 60s or 50s versus uh, Kentucky in basketball. So that gives you a national title. What about 97 Nebraska? 
97 Nebraska is a good one that, uh, I mean, especially if it's not replay, you just give yourself yeah. a win. I mean, that's a great that's one. A title appearance. Um, maybe. Maybe 2000 Oklahoma in the, in the Big 12 championship yeah. game would probably make my top 20. Um, yeah, uh, lots of good ones, but I think my number one is always going to be Bayard 2012. 2002 Colorado. Yeah, I mean, that would be that would another good one. would get us into what? The big title. We're yeah. going to play Texas, who we should have beat. Would have beat them. I like that question. I don't know if that gets us to national Probably title, not. but there's a Probably lot of not. them. Um, Luke, go ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to go to the next question. If you have any others just, you want to give a shout out, I think to. definitely it would have been. If I could choose, honestly, I think it would be Loyola. Just so we, it would have been amazing to just cut down nets and go to the final four in person. And I probably wouldn't have bought a, a new flight the next day because there would have been no way I was flying out at six a.m. after we secured the final four. Yeah, I I still would go 2012 Baylor, but yeah, it would have been nice to see that win. That's still yeah. Oof. Oh, all right, Luke A. Ship asks any ideas for improvements to the student section? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't have any. I, Show I mean, up. Twenty twenty eight year olds can't be coming up with <laughs> any ideas to improve the student section. That has these students doing it. Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't get seats taken away from them. Um, their, their attendance and ticket buying has dipped super low. Granted, enrollment is also dipping crazy low. Uh, COVID's only going to make it worse. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think we'll ever see the days free, of a rabid student ever again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but if you do that, I mean, that's still taking away quite I a know, bit of money. Losing from a lot of money, but you know, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Callis Robinette, K-Dog, if you could bring back, back one old K-State tradition other than Bosco, what would it be? And speaking of Bosco, one of these days we're going to have a fun little spoken word history of Bo, uh, Bosco the dog. Shout out to Will Dubois for doing all the research on that. So bring back one tradition, Grant. What are you bringing back? Uh, Willie's car. I love Willie's car. <laughs> Yeah, I like Willie's car. I like all the songs they've taken away because students cuss too much. Um, What's the band song I like used the, to play? What is that band song? It was the Rock and Roll Party um, Part 2. Okay. Yeah. That's a great song. I missed that one. Uh, and then, of course, Sandstorm, the jump. Da, 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 okay, that, the let's get ready to rumble. Um, one thing that I was talking about a lot in the Twitter DMs with good friend of the show, Casey underscore fan, Back in the 60s, uh, there'd be a doubleheader back-to-back nights where two non-conference teams would come in, and then the first game would be played in Lawrence. K-State would play the opener versus, like, Texas, and KU would play Maryland, and then the next day they'd play in Ahern, and then they would just flip. I think that would be pretty that's wild. Cool, but that will never, ever happen again, but I think that's something cool back in the day. Yeah, that would be insane. Ahern Alley asks, which season is significant roster reset slash rebuild for Bruce, 2015-16 or 2020-21? I think it's the present one because you don't know what's going to happen. I think it's impossible to truly answer that question. Because we know what happened with 2015-16. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, right now? I yeah. Mean, I mean, so it's got to be now. And we know he saved his job. He's, old, he's four years older now. Like, So, 
I don't think I can accurately. Yeah, we've also seen him turn it around, and that should that be able true. to give us a little bit of faith that he can successfully do again. So it's going to be this. Well, I don't know. I just feel like the the amount of experience that we're going to have next year is a little scarier, but who knows? Yep. All right, Matt. We got four more. So uh, Connor Schmidling or C. Schmidling asked this one, and then there was someone else who also said something. And I think we've had a version of this before as well. Besides football and basketball, both men's and women's, which sport would most like the Cats to be elite at? For me, baseball. For me, volleyball. I really enjoy volleyball. Um, I don't really care about college baseball at all. I... Granted, I, I don't know what my habits would have been because of ESPN Plus, but I watched a lot of volleyball on ESPN Plus. Um, I don't know if I would be watching college baseball or not, but I really enjoy college volleyball. Yeah, volleyball's fun. I think baseball, I enjoyed it, like watching the tail end of 2013 season a lot when that was on TV. Um, and it would it would draw me a little closer to the sport, so... I'd like to see it. I mean, if we were truly elite, like every year, that'd be that'd be awesome. I'd love to go to K State games. Like, that'd be that'd be fun. Serve beer. That'd be uh, nice. Yeah, that's true. Um, if coronavirus made it so games had to be played with no fans, but you could choose a game to pipe noise in front, what game would you choose? <laughs> Seth Wildcat. Yeah. Um, let's see. 2000 Oklahoma. I thought everyone said that's the loud game ever. Oh, yeah. It's easy, right? Definitely. I mean, it was. Yeah, that's got to be it. Or Auburn. Auburn was loud as shit. Um, but it definitely 2000 Oklahoma. Nothing's ever touched that. Yep. Uh, last one from SF Wildcats 1. How many hours do you recommend studying new basketball players' names? You got to give it a solid one hour. Yeah. It is going to be kind of hard, seriously. I already did yeah, names and numbers will be tough. <clears throat> and then the final one from Dan Murder. Uh, you can add six people to the Ring of Honor. Who are they? R- ready for a hot take? Yeah. I, w- I would. I like how exclusive the Ring of Honor is. Okay, me four. I still wouldn't. You wouldn't add anyone. No, I mean, Colin Klein, Tyler Lockett, Arthur Brown. I mean, the big three from the 2012 I guess Lockett was after 2012, but those three, and then... I would add Buell, and yeah, I would add... Buell. All right, so that's four, because I agree with those four. Let's see if we can find two more. Um, Darren Howard, maybe. I mean, he's probably the best defensive end in school history. Had a nice NFL career. Even though Jordan Jordan Willis had more sacks than him. Still take Darren Howard. Um, let's see. Jordan Willis was very good, though. I forgot about him. Um, need one more. Um, Devin Ankel. I can't agree with that. <laughs> Jackson. Will Geary. Will Geary. That would be funny. He's good, man. He's a three-time All-Big 12. Three, yep, three time All Big Twelve. Um, Can't add. I'm trying to think. Of it. It's hard. It's kind of hard. Um, D, DJ Reed. Maybe. He's 
conference, conference defensive player of the year. Chris Canty. But he had Dewey. <laughs> Canty Chris Canty had a Dewey, so I don't know if he can get I, up there. Oh. <laughs> uh, who is on there? Kevin Kevin Lockett's not. Is Kevin on there? I thought Kevin was. Ring of Honor. Maybe not. I mean, if he's not on there, that's insane. I thought he was. So Lynn Dickey, Steve Grogan, Jamie Mendez, Sean Snyder, Gary Spaney, Burl Schweitzer, David Allen, Martin Gramatica, Terrence Newman, Mark Simino. I mean, I would definitely Chuck, add. Uh, Jordy, Clarence Scott, Darren Sproles. Because you, you have to be a consensus All-American to get up there. So Kevin Lockett could go up there. Tyler. Colin Klein. Arthur Defoe. Arthur Brown. Uh, Chris Canty. Oh, there's six. That's fine. Will Howard. Or not Will. Will Howard. Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, before he even plays a game. <laughs> Will Howard up on the rim on there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm punch happy. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like the – I like Those guys are all definitely worthy. Uh, I still think it's stupid Sean there. I get it. He was a good – I agree. I don't think it's, he should be up there. That's That's wild. That's wild. All right. Well, I that's that's the last question. Um, thank you, everyone, for sticking around. Obviously, not our best episode, not our best Q and A episode. It's, it's been a wild one, but uh, you know, I mean, we had that's eight drop offs in ten minutes. Yeah, that it really threw us off our game. But you know what? It's out there, everyone. Uh, it's been a while since we've asked you to rate, review, subscribe. If you haven't uh, given us a rating or review. Give us one. Unless it's not going to be five-star, then keep it to yourself. I agree. So that's all I have. We love you guys. We love you. Grant, are you watching anything? Do you want to recommend anything before? Beef House. It's a great new Tim and Eric show. It's ridiculous. It's very funny. That's my rec. There you go. Everyone watch Beef House. Meet me at the Cathead. Sports Social Podcast Network.